Some things shouldn't be transparent, like stop signs. But what you pay for should always be clear, like Hiller's true transparency pricing, always clearly itemized and never any hidden fees. Because you have the right to know what you're paying for. For more information, visit happyhiller.com slash true transparency pricing. Happy you'll be of the services free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Now, nonstop sports talk continues with news and analysis from the lead writer of 1045thezone.com. Not the hero we deserve, but the hero we need. This is the Big Six. It's going to be you. With your host, Jason Martin. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. It is the Big Six here on 104.5 The Zone. Glad to have you with us. I'm on Twitter at jmartzone. You can follow me there. Our telephone number, and I imagine some of you are still wanting to sound off, 615-737-1045. I said I wouldn't waste your time. I say that every single night. Edition number 18 of the Big Six wrote itself several hours ago when information started to come out about this Urban Meyer situation. The latest is he's been placed on paid administrative leave in the wake of this Zach Smith scandal. The latest on this show is in 15 minutes, I'll be joined by my former boss and my good friend, Clay Travis, who you know very well if you listen to this radio station, who was on vacation this week, but is actually breaking that vacation. He's going to come on with me, and we're going to talk about this, and he wrote about it at OutkickTheCoverage.com. I urge you to go read that as well as he laid out his version of things in pretty good detail. I actually went back to last week's shows. Remember we talked about on Monday decisions. And I said that decisions, if you start to look at everything that happens in media, everything that you consume, whether or not it's entertainment, whether or not it's politics, whatever it might be, if you start to look at life as nothing but a series of decisions with consequences and ramifications, you will save yourself a lot of heartache. I told you that decisions can take a split second to make and a lifetime to overcome, and sometimes you can't even overcome them. I talked about authenticity last week and how that is a quality we all respect because we all hope it to be true of ourselves. And I think many of us are blinded into believing we're authentic, even though we show only the best of ourselves on social media and find ways to sort of airbrush the things out of our life that we would rather other people not know. And then I talked about trust. And you can go back to our podcast. You can go to 1045thezone.com slash big six. Or as of yesterday, you can subscribe on whatever your podcast catcher is of choice, whether it's Apple, whether it's Android, whatever it is. Search for big six with Jason Martin. You can get our archive dating back to episode one. But I did a show on trust. And usually we do a list of six. We're not going to do that tonight because there's no reason to do that tonight with everything else that's going on around this Urban Meyer story. But I talked about trust and how important it is. And I laid out various examples, Jameis Winston, Jimmy Garoppolo, and just the idea of dating a porn star and Baker Mayfield being trusted to become the number one pick. And Taylor Lewan, I said 
on this radio program last Thursday that hearing that he had gone to training camp without a deal in place showed me he wanted to be there. And he was somebody I would want to trust if I was John Robinson. And John Robinson basically said, I saw him through the glass. I saw what he was doing. And so we took care of that guy. But the fifth example was Urban Meyer. And at that point, and it was still about the Zach Smith situation, but I said point blank that I did not trust Urban Meyer. And it wasn't just now. It dates way back to his time at Florida. Not even the way he left Florida, although that certainly was a little bit sketchy, but just the way he handled himself and how he ran that program. There's something off kilter about Urban Meyer. And if you look at the number of arrests and the number of legal troubles that former players of his had when he was at Florida, as controlling as he was, he didn't seem to be in control of much when it came to what was actually happening on his football team with the players. As long as they were winning games, he didn't care. And my quote last week was, he comes across to me as a guy who simply wants to win games and will do or say whatever it is that he has to do in order to win football games. He has a serious case of moral bankruptcy. I didn't buy what he said about Zach Smith. I didn't buy that he did not know about the 2015 incident. He seemed to be contradicting himself in the exact same press conference. Tries to shut down all the questions at the time that they start coming in. He's like, we're done here. Thinking again, because he's the head football coach at Ohio State, he can control any narrative and any message because of what level of power he holds, not realizing that he can't control the media in that setting in the middle of Big Ten media days, and the questions continued to come and nearly tripped him up. But we already knew he knew what was going on in 2009, and his excuse at the time was it was a young couple. And I said at the time last week when I first read that quote to you that I don't know what being a young couple has to do with a husband mistreating and abusing physically his wife. I don't care if you've been married for one day, one week, one month, one year, one decade, one generation, one century, whatever it is. You know better than that. You don't hit other people in general, but you definitely don't hit your spouse. You don't hit your wife. That's not something that you all of a sudden learn with maturity five years into a relationship into a relationship not to do. But that was what Urban Meyer said. He's like, they were a young couple, and what I saw was a very talented coach, and we decided to move forward. That's a bad line. And I don't even know if when he said it, he realized how bad it was actually going to be. But he said in that moment something that made no sense about being a young couple and then immediately said, what I saw in front of me was a very talented football coach. Coach, I don't care. O.J. Simpson was a damn talented running back. That dude should be in prison for the rest of his life. He murdered two people. I'm just going to stay quiet. Think about that for just a second in the context of what he just said. I don't care how great a football coach Zach Smith was. I don't care if he was... The inventor of the game. It absolutely does not matter. And I know your time dates back to him, Urban, to 2002 at Bowling Green, and he was close to your life coach, and you liked him, and you were friends with him, and you probably didn't see this side of him. Unfortunately, it was only his poor wife 
that saw this, arguably and often, when he was drunk and intoxicated. But I don't care if he is literally the best football coach in the history of the sport and you would never win another game if you cut him in a hypothetical situation. You still cut him because we're human beings. None of this matters. Sports is entertainment. It's supposed to be an escape from the realities of life. Realities like, unfortunately, domestic violence and also disingenuous snakes that cannot be trusted. And that's what I said I believed about Urban Meyer. I always hope to be wrong about that. I'm not wrong about that. Let's listen to Courtney Smith in her interview with Stadium earlier today, about two minutes of this, and you tell me what your reaction to this is and whether or not you care one lick whether or not Zach Smith is a good football coach or not. I was scared. I did tell my parents. I told his parents as well. Um, I remember specifically texting pictures to my mom, my dad, his dad, like begging for help. Like, this has to stop. This isn't normal. I can't do this anymore. And I was told, don't call the police. If you call the police, he's going to get arrested. It's going to go to the media. He's going to lose his job. What are you and the kids going to do? And anyone who's been abused, you you really do think you can change them. You think, well, if I do something different, he'll change. And it's not it's not the case. They don't change. So to be clear, none of the coaches' wives knew about the physical abuse? At that time, they did not. Um, in 2015, I came forward with it. I told Shelly. I sent her some pictures. I spoke to her on the phone. Um, and that was because at that point, we were legally separated. And it, enough is enough. If, I'm, if I leave the marriage, I'm hoping this is going to stop. This has to stop. Shelly, she said she wanted, she was going to have to tell Urban. She was going to have to tell Urban. I said, that's fine. You know, you should tell Urban. This, we can't have somebody like this coaching young men. Did she ever come back to you and tell you that she did tell Urban? She did not. Um, she did not. She would uh, reach out to me, ask me how I'm doing, Told me she was worried, you know, that if I needed anything, she was there. When somebody is crying out for help, I believe the coach, along with the coach's wife, has have a duty. They have a duty to do something to help. Instead of worrying about winning games, or instead of worrying about who his mentor is and who his family is, and trying to protect that, somebody's safety and safety of their children and that the environment that they're in needs to be more important. Urban Meyer, and that was, you heard what she said there, that should be more important than winning games. When I talked about Urban Meyer last week, if you go back and you listen to that podcast episode about trust, I said, he strikes me as a guy that wants to win football games and that that's what he cares about and that he'll do or say whatever it takes in order to make that happen. And that includes, by the way, not just, in my opinion, there's absolutely no feasible explanation that would satisfy me 
to prove that Urban Meyer did not know. Because I am about a thousand percent sure his wife knew. Spouses tell each other virtually everything, especially things like this. And there seems to be a lot of credible evidence that many other assistant coaches' wives knew as well. But one of the things that Urban Meyer did is that he said he questioned Brett McMurphy and basically tried to throw him under the bus like he didn't know what he was talking about. I don't know who would make up a story like that, he said. Brett McMurphy, who came out with this story today on Facebook, great job ESPN, has corroborated and documented every piece of that report that he put out is either documented as a text message, a direct quote, or a picture. Not one piece of it is from an unnamed source. Not one. Messages from coaches' wives, whatever it might be, etc. Police reports, nine separate police reports, by the way, over a six-year span, that according to Cleveland.com, involving domestic disputes with Zach and Courtney Smith. But what he tried to do to Brett McMurphy reminds me a whole lot of another guy that I will never trust. I don't care how many funny things he tries to do on HBO. Lance Armstrong. And it wasn't the crime. It was the cover-up. It was Watergate all over again. Lance Armstrong tried to go after every cyclist that said, everybody's not clean, but this guy is, but he keeps winning Tour de France's. He went after media members. He went after doctors. He went after everybody knowing that he cheated. Knowing that he cheated. So Urban Meyer, knowing, in my opinion, knowing, but if you want to even take that part out of it for right now, he knew a lot. He knew what happened in 2009 because he even admitted as such. So there was history there. So either Urban Meyer sat down with Zach Smith, which according to, to uh, another text exchange, Urban was confused and conflicted about what to do with Zach Smith because Zach said he didn't do anything. Yeah, I spilled Apple Jacks when I was seven years old, I think it was. I, I, my parents still have the photo. I've seen the photo many times. I am in it with a bunch of Apple Jacks in front of me on the ground, and I am staring at the camera with a look on my face like I didn't do it. But it's clear that I did it because my hand is actually on the box. It's clear as day. He had to know. If Urban Meyer knew anything, he had to be smarter than this. He comes out and tries to pillory the reporter and a reporter that knows what he's doing, by the way, also. Brett McMurphy is not just some geek off the street. This is a dude that has massive respect across the sports journalism community. Somebody who's a dog, a shoe leather reporter in an age of not a whole lot of shoe leather journalists anymore out there, did his homework, had the sources that he needs, and he came out today and he buried Urban Meyer and Urban Meyer has now been placed on paid administrative leave. I see we got Bob and Brentwood. Hang with us. Up next, Clay Travis joins me, and we will discuss this further. This is the Big Six on 104.5 The Zone. Welcome back. Big Six Wednesday edition. Glad to have you with us. Glad to have you with us as a part of this movement. Week five rolling on. Edition number 18 of the Big Six. I'm Jason Martin on Twitter at jmartzone. The big news, Urban Meyer placed on paid administrative leave. Not a moment too soon based on everything that seems to be emanating from Brett McMurphy's Facebook page, which is an awesome look, by the way, for ESPN. As now I see them covering it on TV. 
Yeah, it'd probably be nice if you actually had the guy that you shouldn't have fired in the first place. A guy that did not fire me, but a guy that I worked for for a long time joins me now. Clay, you're on vacation. Leave it to you to go on vacation, and this happens. Yeah, my wife uh, and kids, uh, specifically my wife, are definitely not expecting this morning at uh, 10 a.m. for this story to break and for me to be like, all right, I got to work all day. So uh, I've been going uh, all day following this story, probably like a lot of other people in the media, and this is one of those, uh, one of the wild times when, you know, I would have said entering today, uh, there are two guys who are probably uh, almost impossible to fire in college football right now, Nick Saban and Urban Meyer. And uh, I think Urban Meyer is going to get fired over this if I had to predict right now. I remember you and I, a couple of months ago, we were talking about Brian Colangelo just prior to him being ousted in Philadelphia with the 76ers with all the went down. And we both said... It was possible at that point in time his wife was the one behind it because we figured and knew she would have known everything because people tell their spouses everything. It's simply not plausible to believe that Urban was in the dark on this, not just because of how controlling and detail-oriented he is and how he's handled his staff and things not getting past him. This is just a guy that looks like he's a great football coach. We know this, but he's a guy that's already shown tendencies to not be exactly moral so I don't buy this at all. There's no possible way that he didn't know. Yeah, I mean, I think I always, you know, you know this, put on my uh, my lawyer hat, so to speak, and say, okay, if I had to represent Urban Meyer right now based on the allegations that are out there, what's the best way that Urban Meyer could be represented? And I think the only way Urban Meyer can survive, this is assuming that, again, I watched the 20-minute interview with Courtney Smith uh, the woman who's the, the wife of Zach Smith, the wide, former wide receivers coach at, at Ohio State, or the, the domestic violence incident that allegedly began all this. Assuming that she's not some tech wizard who has uh, faked all of these text messages, that, uh, that her story, as she has reported it, is mostly true. Not every single word, because it's hard to be right about every single little detail, but that it's not a manufactured, made-up story. The only way I can see Urban Meyer keeping his job is if there were a way to wall him off from these allegations and say he never knew anything about this until 2018 when this news broke uh, within the last 10 days or so. The challenge there, as you just hit on, is in order for that to be true, you would have to get to the point where Shelly Meyer is aware of all these allegations, that she has reviewed all of these photographs, and that she, who Urban Meyer says he consults with all the time, like a lot of married couples, I would say, do out there, regardless of what your life is, uh, that she never told him about an allegation that was widely known in the entirety of the coaching fraternity among the wives and also the other coaches, and that Urban Meyer, who is maniacally focused on every little detail in college football, was somehow not aware of this. I just find it impossible to believe, particularly because we know Urban Meyer was aware of prior instances of yes. domestic violence in 2009 involving the same couple. So yeah. you would have to believe that they never discussed this in any way. I just find that to be virtually impossible. Clay, how awful is it to say accurately right now that the best possible scenario for this story, at least as it affects Ohio State, is that their high-paid, extremely powerful football coach's wife stayed quiet on domestic violence in order to shield her husband from any problems and in the process may have violated federal regulations? 
Yeah, that's a, that's. I mean, that's what the best case scenario. I think you have to believe if you're an Ohio State fan right now. And uh, and look, I mean, I, I think the other challenge here, and you kind of hit on it a little bit, is to me, Urban Meyer has always been a great coach. There's no doubt about that. But where Urban Meyer has has rubbed a lot of people wrong in the world of college football, I think me, you, probably a lot of people listening to us right now, has been in trying to say that not only is he a great coach, but he is a great person right. too. This whole idea of we're only going to recruit the top one percent of one percent at Florida, uh, this uh, this general kind of uh, of sell point that he has done, where it's not enough to be a great coach. It's that you know when he went and worked at ESPN for a year, he was like, oh, the college football is a cesspool. I had to get out of that. I couldn't stand it. It was so dirty. And I'm like, well, you were like the king of cesspools <laughs> yeah. at Florida, right? Like, um, and, and I think you know I make this analogy. If you think about politicians, Donald Trump, probably not a great husband, right? Bill Clinton, probably not a great husband. And so when it comes out, hey, those guys might have had inappropriate relationships with other women, I think a lot of people kind of throw up their shoulders and say, shrug, and say, you know what? Yeah, we, we, we elected them in spite of that, not because of a, an artificial thing they were selling. And so I think we respond negatively when we see hip- hypocrisy. And so if George W. Bush had been the guy who had an affair with an intern in the Oval Office, I think he probably gets, gets impeached and loses his job. I think the same thing could be true for Barack Obama. Uh, what Urban Meyer has tried to sell people is this idea that he is a paragon of virtue in an otherwise awful universe of college football. And I think he's just more, a lot more like everybody else than he is the exception to the rule. Great coach, not necessarily a great human being. If you fired Jim Trussell for ink and rides and his sub- subsequent denials and lies about it, I don't see how Meyer can keep his job. I mean, and, and this is one other point. It's 2018. Not just the Me Too stuff, but just the way in which women are now being listened to, they're being believed, they're being protected in a manner that we haven't really seen before. When you're Ohio State, the optics seem to make it unthinkable you could keep him on staff. Because if you have a daughter at Ohio State, are you not pounding the school president's door down right now? And if you have a daughter almost of college age, Ohio State's not even a consideration anymore if Urban Meyer is there. As big as college football is, as Ohio State looks, they can't even look at this in terms of Urban Meyer. They have to be looking uh, much bigger than this for the reputation of the entire school. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt. And we tend in the world of sports to be like, oh, it matters a great deal whether Ohio State beats Michigan or who wins the Big Ten. But from a, you know, uh, the endowment of a university perspective, it's a pinprick, right? Uh, what the Ohio State Biology Department does is every bit as important to the overall health and wellness of the university. Uh, when you look at all the, uh, you know, all the different things that they could be in the process of trying to cure, right? I mean, they're trying to cure cancer every day at Ohio State Science Department. Whether or not they beat Michigan doesn't really matter that much. And I think, uh, I, I think the other aspect of this that, uh, that you hit on with the Jim Tressel angle is that what I kind of come back to again and again is, and I've said this on, on our show uh, back at Outfit the Coverage for a long time, there's a difference between what you have to lie about and what you choose to lie about. Mm. And some people get upset because they're like, they're moral authorities and they're like, you should never lie. Well, every day, every single person lies, right? Your wife, if she comes out and she's wearing a new dress and it doesn't look great, but you know she loves it, every married man out there who stays married is like, you look fantastic in that dress. If you tell her, hey, you know what, looks like you put on a little bit of weight and it's hanging on your butt a different way than it did the last time you wore it, good luck with that, right? Yeah. Everybody tells a little bit different lie every time. And I say, 
there are things you have to lie about in college athletics. If Gene Chizik knew that Cam Newton got paid a couple of hundred thousand dollars to play football for Auburn, he can't come out and say that because his career is basically over. You have to lie about this. I said this during the Bruce Pearl era. Bruce Pearl lied about a barbecue uh, cookout at Tennessee that would have never, ever gotten him fired if he had just come out and said, you know what, I did it, it was dumb, I shouldn't have done it, that's my bad, I won't do it again, right? Uh, he lied about something that could have never cost him his job, and in the process of lying, ended up costing him his job. Why in the world, with a wide receivers coach, when there are tons of guys out Amen. there who would do anything to be on Urban Meyer's staff, the minute that you get an allegation of domestic violence in 2009, I probably would have let the guy go. If you give him another chance, and if you're like, this is a young couple, I want to give him another chance, the minute that you get the intimation that there might have been a second act of domestic violence years later, you let him go and in the process, you know, just ensure that your job and your staff and your university is never going to be implicated in connection with it. So to me, this is a situation where Urban Meyer to me, his judgment is ultimately called into question, not just because you want to believe that a coach is going to do the right thing in a story such as this, but because if he had done the right thing, his job would have never been remotely impacted. And so he lied and it appears now is trying to cover up a story that he should have never been in the business of needing to lie about. This wasn't Cam Newton potentially getting paid at Auburn. This was a guy who didn't deserve to be on your staff that you could have replaced with 50 or 100 guys who were every bit as good as him. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, I agree. One, one other question for you, and I'm glad to have you on because you can put the put the uh, lawyer hat on and contextualize this on a little bit of a bigger level. Title IX is something that's being mentioned quite a bit that could potentially impact both Urban and Shelly Meyer. Could also affect assistant coaches that might have had knowledge and didn't report it. Explain to me what the wiggle room might be on it, because, or if there is wiggle room, because Courtney Smith herself wasn't an employee of Ohio State. Yeah, that's, that's a fascinating angle. So Shelly Meyer was an employee at Ohio State, too, and that surprises a lot of people. She was on the faculty in the Ohio State Nursing Department. I don't know what her day-to-day -day role was, but whatever employee obligations that were paramount uh, or incumbent upon Urban Meyer would have also been required and incumbent upon Shelly Meyer. So uh, the challenge here from that perspective is at least for purposes of Urban Meyer. For Urban Meyer, let's just go to Urban Meyer first. He would have to report this to his superior, regardless of what Courtney Smith's relationship was, because uh, uh, this involves Zach Smith, who was an employee at Ohio State, and he was accused of doing something that would violate the Ohio State employee handbook. Okay, So Urban Meyer, if he knew, would have had an obligation to inform his superiors. Shelly Meyer, if you want to create that wall, right, that wall which we, you and I, I think both really don't believe could exist, yeah. but if you're Urban Meyer's lawyer and you're going to make Shelly Meyer the fall girl in this situation, if you can make her knowledge not imputed to Urban Meyer, then in theory, Shelly Meyer might not have had this Title IX obligation because uh, the, the, the woman in this uh, situation was not an employee or student or in any way enrolled at Ohio State and subject to those reporting requirements. So Shelly Meyer was not the superior of Zach Smith. Uh, so what exactly she knew or could have known about this case, you could at least argue maybe she doesn't have Title IX responsibility. I don't think there's any doubt that Urban Meyer contractually would have had an obligation the minute he heard of these allegations to report it. And according to this woman, her story, 
No one at Ohio State ever contacted or conducted an investigation of any sort. And so that is where uh, that is particularly alarming because, again, that would suggest that Urban Meyer didn't tell his bosses, or if he did tell his bosses, nobody at Ohio State ever followed through to say, hey, wait a minute, are we employing a guy who is a serial domestic abuser um, and, uh, and allowing him to continue to victimize a woman and not doing our best to turn this into authorities or investigate it on our own behalf? One other quick thought. I got to give you a chance to tee off on ESPN a little bit. How ridiculous is it that Brett McMurphy breaks this on Facebook? Dude's going to start working for Stadium, I think, on the 13th of August. But can you imagine the egg on the face of ESPN considering some of the people they kept on board and what they're paying them and then letting guys like Brett McMurphy go who break this level of story? Yeah, I mean, this is unbelievable. I mean, I had Brett McMurphy on OutKick Friday because I could see this story kind of growing, and uh, and and I knew he was going to stadium, and we talked about it, uh, you know, off uh, off the air and, and stuff in the past. And, look, Brett McMurphy has broken a ton of major college football stories, and it took ESPN, oh, about four hours to even get this story up in any way, and they still don't have anybody who's written or talked about it in a very intelligent fashion. And, for Brett McMurphy to be fired by ESPN because he made too much money and for them to be spending $5 million a year, let's say, on Michelle Beadle and really not even have anybody in their universe of experts to come on and talk about this story from a college football perspective is, to me, frankly, an indictment of, of, of all the decisions that ESPN made about who to keep and who to let go. They're paying Brett McMurphy to break this story. He's still under contract to them. And he broke it on his Facebook page. And they were four hours behind, and they never did catch up, and they don't have anybody that could talk about it in a substantial or intelligent way. Uh, to me, it's an incredible indictment of ESPN's uh, journalism and also of just their decision-making in terms of how they're going to spend the tens of millions of dollars a year that they spend on talent. Yeah, well, what we know is we're thankful that we don't live in a climate where ESPN or a network is even necessary. When you're Brett McMurphy, you can you can handle this on your own. If you're Clay Travis, you can run OutKick and you can do your own thing. You, you can become your own journalist and still have the same level of credibility without even dealing with the gatekeepers. Appreciate you joining us, Clay. We'll talk to you again soon. Keep up the good work. Congrats on your new gig. I've been listening, driving around town. You're doing a great job. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. That's Clay Travis, old friend of mine. Contextualizes things unlike anybody else. That dress analogy was quite good. Our telephone number is 615-737-1045. Bob and Brentwood has been waiting patiently. I kept Clay long because he's Clay Travis. I'm going to go ahead and take a break now. Bob, hang on. We will take you on the other side. If you have thoughts on Urban Meyer, tee off. I've got some things that I've got to read in the next segment about this story that will boggle your mind as well. This is Big Six on 104.5 The Zone. Welcome back. Big Six, 104.5 The Zone. I'm Jason Martin. Follow me on Twitter, if you would, at jmartzone. You can call us, 615-737-1045. You know what we're talking about. If by some chance you have not been on social media, have not listened to the radio today, have not watched television today, have not stood around a water cooler, then maybe you don't know that Ohio State head football coach Urban Meyer has been placed on paid administrative leave as the university works to investigate what he knew and when he knew it as it relates to former wide receivers coach Zach Smith and multiple domestic violence complaints involving his wife, Courtney. 
Told you I was going to read you a couple things. By the way, if you just tuned in, you just missed 15 minutes with Clay Travis. That's a reason enough to go subscribe to the new podcast, Big Six with Jason Martin. Search that in iTunes. Search it in Apple. Search it in Stitcher. Search it in Google Play. Search it wherever you'd like. And uh, you can get the show delivered to you every night that we do it, plus our added content. Whenever we're going to do that, you'll get that delivered to you as well. All right. A few years ago, Actually, the paperback version came out August the 8th, 2017, which means probably fall of 2016 is when Urban Meyer's book came out. The title of that book is Above the Line, Lessons in Leadership and Life from a Championship Program. And this from the official book website. Urban Meyer has established himself as one of the elite in the annals of his sport having led his players to three national championships. In Above the Line, he offers readers his unparalleled insights into leadership, team building, and the keys to empowering people to achieve things they might never have thought possible. May or may not include domestic violence and still being able to keep your job. Meyer shares his groundbreaking game plan. The game plan followed every day in the Ohio State Buckeyes championship season, Here you go for creating a culture of success built on trust and a commitment to a common purpose packed with real life examples, (laughs) really from Meyer's storied career above the line delivers wisdom and inspiration for taking control and turning setbacks into victories for a team, a family or a Fortune 500 company. Let me read part of that one more time. Creating a culture of success built on trust and a commitment to a common purpose. There's that nasty, pesky little word, trust, again. And then this just stood out to me. Commitment to a common purpose. What did I say off the top of this show? And what did I say last week? And what did Courtney Smith then say herself in that snippet of uh, audio that we played in the first segment? This is a guy that wants to win football games. That is his sole purpose. That commitment to a common purpose, all this stuff about leadership and team building and trust, all that matters is on the field. That's all Urban Meyer has ever cared about. If you didn't know that, you definitely know that now in the wake of everything that's going on. Now, this from my buddy Trey Wallace, who, of course, was on with me a couple of weeks ago. We talked about SEC Media Days doing a great job as a new radio host down in Knoxville. You also read his stuff at the Read Optional. He posted a couple of photos from Urban Meyer's contract agreement, and I want to read 1.5. Coach agrees to represent Ohio State positively in public and private forums and shall not engage in conduct that reflects adversely on Ohio State or its athletic programs. Coach shall perform his duties and personally comport himself at all times in a manner consistent with good sportsmanship and with the high moral, ethical, and academic standards of Ohio State and its Department of Athletics. Urban Meyer signed that, ladies and gentlemen. 
a manner consistent with good sportsmanship and with the high moral, ethical, and academic standards of Ohio State and its Department of Athletics. Drew in Nashville joins us here on the Big Six. Drew, what's up? Well, I just I just wanted to add something. I don't know if you heard this today. It was an exchange between, I guess, Brett McMurphy and um, the guy who broke the story yes. and Brady Quinn. Mm-hmm. And Brady Quinn basically said that he had an axe to grind with uh, Urban Meyer. Is the only reason he came out with this story. Okay, maybe he doesn't like Urban Meyer. I don't really care for Urban Meyer either. If he has an axe to grind, does that mean the story's false? when every single thing is documented, when there were nine police reports, he is not a cop. He didn't He didn't actually, like, fabricate the police reports. Whether or not Brett McMurphy has an axe to grind with Urban Meyer or not has nothing to do with whether or not the story is valid. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know what Brady Quinn said. That's not a piece of audio that I have heard. As of yet, there's so much stuff going around this story that you can't really see it all just yet. But I can tell you, I think that's hogwash. We'll be right back. Big Six, 104.5 The Zone. Final segment of the Big Six on this Wednesday. Hope it's treated you better than it's treated Urban Meyer. Our thanks to Clay Travis, my buddy, for coming on a little bit earlier. He wrote a pretty good article encompassing a lot of this over at Outkick the Coverage. You can find it there. Urban Meyer put on paid administrative leave as the university investigates the timing of events, what he knew when he knew it as it relates to former wide receivers coach Zach Smith and domestic violence against his ex-wife, Courtney. I said this, I think, in the first segment. Zach Smith was a wide receivers coach. I said this on 3HL when I was uh, sitting in with those guys for a little while earlier as well. Is there anybody within the sound of my voice right now that believes that without Zach Smith on staff, Urban Meyer wouldn't have been exactly as successful? Have we ever even heard Zach Smith's name before until it was attached to being a dirtbag and a drunk? He went to bat for a wide receivers coach. And in 2009, when he should have been the stand-up guy and just, I don't care about second chances, he beat a woman. He beat his new wife. And Urban Meyer's excuse in that moment was that they were a young couple and that he saw a very talented football coach in front of him. And I think that says all that it needs to about Urban Meyer. And then Urban Meyer tries to bury Brett McMurphy. And he lies. And he lies some more. And then all the evidence starts to release today. And he ain't going to be back, folks. With Trussell, they tried to suspend him twice. They were going to try and keep him. Finally, they had to let him go. Things are different. And that was a much different situation. This is far worse. And this is 2018 in a climate where you're really not going to be able to get away with that. Let me suggest something else to you. If Urban Meyer had simply come out as soon as we started to learn more about Zach Smith a week and a half, two weeks ago, 
and just been a human being and not a cyborg that wanted to win football games, we might be having a much different discussion or may not have had a discussion at all. Because all Urban Meyer would have had to do to have gained some semblance of sympathy is not act as if he was reciting words that he imprinted onto his mainframe. All you have to do in America to get people to care, to get people to sympathize, to get that second chance that Urban Meyer always talks about believing in is to be real. That's why I talked about authenticity and honesty and trust and all of those things. Not really to teach you that that's what you need to do in your life. That's not my job to do. But to show you why many of the people that you admire in sports are people that you admire. And why sometimes second chances end up being fifth chances because people don't ever learn. If Urban Meyer had simply stood up and said, I fired Zach Smith. He was a friend. That made this more difficult, but it shouldn't. What he did was unconscionable, and I made a mistake. I should have let Zach Smith go a long, long time ago. I let this go on far too long, and I'm sorry. And I'm going to do my best to make up for it if you give me the chance to do so. And I want to apologize to his ex-wife and to her family. And I want to apologize to those that placed trust in me at Ohio State University. I should have known better. I should have been better. My priorities should have been better. I will learn from this. And I'm sorry. That's all it would have taken. But Urban Meyer didn't do that. Because that's not what Urban Meyer does. You know what Urban Meyer does? He wins football games. Let's make you smarter, Urban Meyer style. From the New York Times years ago, I read... As the University of Florida dominated college football for the better half of a decade under Coach Urban Meyer, the Gators accumulated numbers of victories and accolades and championships at dizzying rates. In six seasons, they won 65 games, two Southeastern Conference championships, and two national titles. In recent years, though, another number has been affixed to the Meyer era. That number is 31, as in at least 31 arrests of Florida's football players from 2005 to 2010. Neutral Zone is next. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. God bless and good night.